Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. That's right. Even on this chilly Saturday, we'll help uh, keep it running for you. Thanks to the help you get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on uh, chilly but beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Dan, good morning. Good morning, Danny Long. How nice to hear your voice. Always fun to have Nick on, but it's great to have your uh, buddy, uh, his buddy Dan Burns, back back with us, too. How have you been? I've been well, thank you. How about you? Yeah, I've been uh, pretty well, too. I... The door kind of slammed shut on our uh, our uh, late fall, but uh, hey, it's almost the middle of January. We have to expect this kind of weather, and I know some of our uh, our calls and texts will be related related to the cold weather. And that reminds me to uh, pass along the text and phone number. If you have any kind of a car care question, you have to bring in your vehicle for service at your favorite shop or your favorite dealer, but you want to know ahead of time what could be ailing. Why don't you call Dan or text Dan? Either way, six five one. Four six one nine two two six. But keep in mind, do it early rather than later, because Dan will take his leave about seven forty-five this morning uh, when Jack Farrell steps in. So, any kind of a car care question, we'd love to hear from you if you want to call it in or text it in. Again, six five one four six one nine two two six. Dad, we got a, a question or a text earlier 
uh, this morning, very early as a matter of fact, and I know we, we've talked about this in years past pretty often, uh, wind chill. How does that affect our vehicle if it does at all? Well, it does. Um, it affects it uh, in that when you park the vehicle, it cools down much faster. You know, one of the advantages of putting your car in the garage, you know, for the evening is two. One is it keeps the vehicle from cooling down uh, quick. It You know, it slows that process, and it also heats the space because you're putting a hot, big old hot piece of metal in the garage. So it, so it actually does not get as cold in the garage as it does overnight because of the warm vehicle being in there. But if you leave your car outside and it's exposed to the wind, the actual temperature of the metal will not get to the uh, temperature that the wind chill says. It will only get to the actual temperature. So in other words, if it's 10 below outside and the wind chill is 30 below, the temperature of the vehicle will only get to the 10 below temperature. But because of the wind chill, it'll get to that 10 below temperature much faster. If there's no wind, the vehicle will stay warm for, you know, for, uh, you know, it's a big piece of metal. If you let that sit outside, uh, it'll take a long time for it to completely cool down. When we're trying to cool a vehicle down at the shop and we set it outside, you pretty much have to set it outside all day for Mm. it to get uh, to the ambient temperature. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, being out in the wind, it seems like it's really cold, but it really does not get that cold. It only gets as cold as as the actual temperature. Yeah, the air temperature. Yeah, that's a good uh, qualification because it seems like it. But you said it. It cools it down faster but it's not going to get because the air. Let's face it: the wind chill, uh, that particular temperature, is for human being skin or animals. Right. I mean, it's it's for the skin. That's that's and all that it. with uh, with moisture evaporation and all that. And of course, none of that happens with a car. Right. Exactly. Good point. Uh, again, six five one four six one nine two two six. Good morning. This texter says. I have a relative's 2018 Ram 2500 Cummins turbo diesel truck, which I'm unfamiliar with. But the question is, I've plugged in the block heater. Can you tell me if anything on the dashboard indicates it is actively working? How do you uh, test for probably, that? Yeah, probably not. It's. I mean, I. you have to assume that it's working. And uh, if you could follow the the cord the electrical cord, you could actually go down and feel on the block where it's getting warm because there is at some point in the block, it's actually warming the block. But uh, I think that if it was me taking care of a friend's truck, I would assume it's working. I certainly would uh, keep it plugged in. And don't forget when you go to start the vehicle, you have to wait for the glow plugs to warm up for a, for not a few minutes, but, uh, you know, less than a minute, but there's usually a light on the dash that will turn on when you go to, when you turn the key to the on position. And then that light, that glow plug light will go off. And then you, then you're safe to start the vehicle. Do uh, vehicles these days, unless it's uh, aftermarket have block heaters in them. I mean, just coming from the factory. 
You know, very rarely. Back in the old days, Denny, before uh, high-power batteries and fuel injection and, you know, more uh, high-power batteries and fuel injection and, you know, modern engineering on these cars. Cars used to have a terrible time starting in cold weather. And nowadays, not so much. Pretty much, if you if your vehicle is cared for properly, if it's properly tuned up, if it's got the right viscosity oil in it, and if you have a good, strong battery, pretty much cars start nowadays. Uh, if they don't start, it's because one of those ingredients has failed. Most commonly, the battery won't crank it over fast enough to get it started. And then, because it's cranking so slowly, it won't start. You keep trying, and fuel <clears throat> keeps uh, spraying into the cylinders, and very quickly, they get flooded, and then you're not going to get them started. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're in the midst you of know, it now. It's, uh, one, of, it's, one, yeah. of, one of my advice things with these cold mornings, if you don't need the car first thing in the morning, leave it. You know, let, yeah. wait till the sun comes up a little bit. Let the sun shine on the hood and warm it up a little bit and go start it and it'll start right up. But yeah, uh, yeah don't don't try starting it when it's uh, when it's your worst bet, when the temperature is, uh, you know, as cold as it possibly can get. That's not the best time to go try and start your car. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't, like you said, if you don't need to get out right away, uh, hang on, you know, patience. Yeah, just All wait, right. wait a little bit. Yeah, hang on. Well, Dan, we're going to ask you to wait a little bit. We're going to do a little bit of a quick break here, inviting our listeners to join in. If you have any kind of a car care question, we'd love to hear from you. We've got a bunch of text messages already. Uh, 651-461-9226 for either a phone call to Dan or a text message, whatever you uh, prefer. Six above zero, what is our high today going to be? Well, you're probably experiencing it right now because we're going to drop to seven below overnight. What's the high tomorrow in the Twin Cities? Two below. That's the high. We'll get you more details as we move along this Saturday morning in CCO Land. Six degrees above zero. Stay with us. And a good chilly Saturday morning to you. Six above zero in the Twin Cities. We're going to about seven below overnight. Two above the high, uh, two below, I should say, will be the high tomorrow. Danny Long here with Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan, uh, for those maybe new to the show uh, or maybe need some help from Lloyd's, how do we find you guys? Well, come on over, Denny. You know where we are. We are yeah. at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right in between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. You can find us on the the uh, internet at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. And, Dan, for those that uh, listeners who have asked us, uh, whatever happened to Dan Burns? Dan is still around. In fact, you could even still see him at Lloyd's, right? You can still, you're still there. I do still work from time to time uh, when I feel like it, which is really nice. <laughs> and, uh, we we get out of town a lot, so we're gone a lot. But 
uh, you know, we have family out in Colorado also, so we spend a fair amount of time out there. But uh, but when I'm home and in town, I, I work usually work at least a couple days a week. It's kind of fun, isn't it? I mean, at that, it that is level. kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good deal. Yeah. All right, very good. We're going to put you back to work here on the radio. Here's one. This is interesting to me, anyway. I recently purchased Texas as a new 2024 Honda CRV. Instead of a spare tire, it came with a kit consisting of a small compressed air unit and a can of sealant used to inject into the tire to seal the puncture. Question is, is this common among other manufacturers? And in your opinion, is this a reliable substitute for an actual spare tire? Thank you for your show. What do you think? <laughs> it is very becoming very common. And really? No, you, you might as well throw it in the garbage can, <laughs> quite honestly. <laughs> you know, the trouble is, if you, have a, if you have a flat on the road, it's usually a catastrophic flat. In other words, it did, it, you didn't pick up a nail, and it just didn't go down like that. So to have an air compressor to help you fill it back up is going to do no good because usually you've got some sort of major blowout in your tire. So, yes, a spare tire is the most reliable way to keep you going, but pretty much the solution is uh, call a tow truck because most people uh, – that are driving their vehicles aren't capable of safely uh, jacking up the car and putting the spare on on the highway anyway. So it's dangerous and it's, and the equipment they give you in the vehicle to do it with is not safe. I mean, we certainly don't use that type of equipment when we change a tire here at Lloyd's. So uh, I think the right answer is there getting away from spare tires because they don't have anywhere to put them and they weigh and they weigh a lot. So they're trying to cut down on weight. And the real answer is if you have a flat tire, you're going to have to call a tow truck and get towed somewhere where they can help you. Yeah. A lot safer for sure. Um, A texter says this, Dan, uh, they don't have a manual, but wondering if 40 pounds of PSI is an okay amount on a 2018 GMC Sierra. You know, Denny, I've showed you this. If you look on the driver's door jam, you'll find <clears throat> what the manufacturers recommend recommends for air pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure 40 is probably a little bit high, but in cold weather like this, that'll be just fine. And uh, but if you if you want to get the exact air pressure, look on the door jam, and uh, you'll find a, a sticker that tells you the pressure for both front and rear. Sometimes it's different. Yeah, and uh, I think, what do they call it? Like a cold cold, uh, cold temperature as far as a PSI? So it's, I think my cars are like 32, 33 or something like that uh, from yeah. cold. And, yeah. and you know, you, you've noticed, Denny, with your, because you can read your the, the tire pressure while you're driving. Right. The pressure will change quite a bit based oh, on yeah. temperature. Yeah. So. Especially in the summertime. Wow. Especially, yeah, especially when they warm up, you bet. Yeah. All right. This texter lives on the bottom of a pretty steep hill. Uh, They say, I tend to go through brakes quicker, but my question is, should I let my vehicle warm before climbing this hill each cold morning? Also, any tips on saving my brakes? Well, no. Brakes are are meant to be used, and... uh, I teach when I taught my kids to drive and when I teach my grandkids to drive, uh, 
I think the biggest thing you can do to save your brakes is take your foot off the gas pedal sooner. Uh, when you're approaching a, you know, a stop sign or a stop light, the vehicle will coast a long ways uh, before you need to apply the brakes if you're willing to let it do that. And uh, I think that's the best way to save brakes. Um, and as far as warming the vehicle up, you know, whatever's comfortable. A, a vehicle doesn't really need to be warmed up, uh, you know, for a particular drive or so. Uh, a vehicle does need to reach operating temperature like a drive down the highway from time to time, for sure, because it it's just good for the vehicle. It gets everything up to proper operating temperature. It gets the exhaust hot, so all the water runs out of the exhaust and, and all that. But, uh, yeah, so let it get up to operating temperature from time to time, but that's not necessary to do every day. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll fill you in on the weather forecast coming along in a minute or two. We're going to take a break for that very thing. Uh, and we still have a few minutes to remaining in the show. If you have any kind of a car care question, uh, call or text right now, 651-461-9226. We'll uh, get back to Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive and your questions in a moment here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Car Care Show. We're here every Saturday right after the 7 o'clock news break. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive is answering those uh, particular questions today, either by phone or by text. And uh, here's that number, either phone or call, 651 or, or text, I should say, 651-461-9226. Uh, Dan, another text here. We'll see how many we can feel before you take your leave today. Uh, one of my air pressure sensors, Texter says, has stopped working. Is it a difficult and expensive repair? It is It is not a difficult or expensive repair. Of course, that depends on your perspective. But the uh, each of the four tires has a sensor in it, and we have a tool that we can read each of those four sensors the sensors do have a little battery in them. That's actually how they're powered, and they're able to send out a signal to the car so the car knows what the temperature or what the air pressure is. And those batteries fail from time to time. The sensors fail from time to time. We test all four of them, find the one that is not working. Uh, the sensor can be replaced with, uh, with a different a new sensor. And then the new sensor has to be programmed to, so that it matches uh, with the car. It, it lines up with the car so the car will actually read the sensor. So uh, it's not a you know, complicated process for us. We do it all the time. I, I, I'm not sure how much it costs. I bet uh, maybe between $1 and $200 depending upon the sensor and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, but you guys do it a lot there. Oh, we do it all the time. You bet. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's grab a phone call. Greg, I believe, calling in uh, from Burnsville this morning. Greg, what is your question for Dan? Good morning, Jenny. Uh, it, the, my question for Dan is I'm a former uh, retired service advisor of one of the major dealerships here in the Twin Cities. And I uh, I would often drive to work 
Saturday morning and answer the question the same way that uh, Dan would, and I was real proud of how good that program is. I thought, geez, we're right on to what I would tell my customers as well. So that was great, but I got to know you uh, so well by that. Now that you're dialing it down quite a bit, you go out to Colorado. Uh, are you a skier out there, Dan? I, I am a skier. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I ski, ski a lot. That's my passion. I uh, skied 42 days last year, so that tells, that tells you how much I do it. I get out, yeah, I get out there quite a bit and do it. Outstanding. Uh, it was great to hear you. Thanks for checking in. It's nice to know you're out there. And it's, uh, I, I think I'm guessing, Dan, uh, that there are a lot of folks who, like you, are either uh, automotive technicians, uh, like in our caller's case, he was a service writer, uh, who gets to answer a lot of questions as well. But not only are you a skier, you're, you love biking as well. I, I do. I, I bike, and, and, we, and as I get older, I find myself hiking more because it's a, a little safer for me. But, yeah, we're, my wife and I are pretty active yeah. still, and, uh, and it's good to be able to get out uh, and enjoy that. You know, the, the, uh, Greg being a service writer is – uh, a great qualification for doing this job on this show because, quite honestly, Denny, the questions that I get asked on this show are the same questions I get asked at Lloyd's Automotive every day. And so, uh, yeah, it's it, they're, they're common questions, and uh, it's not that I'm a genius by any means. It's just that I remember what we've talked about over the years and and uh, certainly, that's a that's a lot of stuff that we've talked about about cars. Yeah, you've got uh, you've got some stripes on your sleeve too. I mean, you you've been <laughs> in business a few years, but uh, well, Greg, thanks thanks for the call. It was a great call. Um, all right, let's see what else we have here from our listeners. Hi, guys. Says I have a 2014 Chevy Silverado pickup, uh, Afton, and I'm getting an engine code that says I need a new O2 sensor, but it does not define which ones. Um, Boom, boom. I don't know where it went here. Uh, I believe there is uh, for which ones. Uh, which ones would you start with? Uh, this comes from Brian. Yeah. Well, it it actually <clears throat> be careful of that because what's going on is you're getting an oxygen sensor code, which means the oxygen sensor is not switching the way that it's supposed to. There's it's it's getting an improper reading. And it's possible that the air oxygen sensor is failed, but way more commonly, if you have an oxygen sensor code, something else has failed, and the oxygen sensor is not working the way it's supposed to because the engine's not working the way that it's supposed to. So that can be a pretty misleading deal. So uh, before I just went and screwed in an oxygen sensor to solve that problem, I would bring it in and get some more professional diagnostics on it and, uh, and see um, if that's really what the problem is. And when you do bring it in for more diagnostics, with the more sophisticated equipment, they will be able to tell you exactly which oxygen sensor is not working the way that it's supposed to. All right. Very good. Uh, here is a 2015 Silverado. The left passenger door sensor is not working. It is physically closed. 
but the computer doesn't think that it's closed, so the driver window control for that window does not work, and also the dome light stays on while driving. I do not see a physical switch that detects the door is uh, is closed. How do I go about troubleshooting this one? You'll probably need some help with that, too, because uh, there's sensors on the door handles and on the door latches, and somebody will have to do some diagnostics to see what exactly is not working on it. But then to get at it and replace that, the sensor or the switch that's not working, you have to take the inner door panel all apart and, um, you know, sometimes get the window out of the way. And, and sometimes it can be a, a compli- <clears throat> probably a more complicated problem than a novice wants to take on. And again, you'd have to see exactly which switch it is before you go after it anyway. So I think you're probably going to need some help with that one. Very good. Nice comment from Peg in Hudson. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. I find it interesting, Dan. That's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, and I was I was thinking of seeing you there at Lloyd's last time I was getting some work done. And uh, uh, you got a good crew there, as usual. Are, are you still, I should have asked you this ahead of time here, but uh, is there still room for somebody to uh, come on board as far as a technician? There is, for sure. There's a uh, There's an opening, and I know they have an ad out. Uh, right now. And so anybody that's interested in working at a great shop should, uh, uh, I'm not sure where you'd find, I'm sure you'd find the information on the, on the website or the internet and, uh, and give Lloyd's a call or whatever and, uh, and see what you can do about getting a job here. Yeah, it's a great place. And somebody with, uh, with the talent like you guys are, that's, yeah, a wonderful place. Um, before we get to say goodbye, there is a, a, I think we have time for one more text. Should belts, let me see if I read this correctly, should belts be checked at each oil change? What, 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 what does Lloyd's do there? What do you guys do when well, you change oil? It, it's a, you, you, you've watched me, Denny. There's a whole oh, yeah. bunch of stuff that we, that we check. It's, uh, you know, we check the steering, the suspension, the brakes, the tires, the <clears throat> fluids, the belts, all the filters, all of that sort of stuff. We <clears throat> look the vehicle up on on our uh, on our all data and see what the manufacturer recommends at certain mileages uh, to keep your vehicle running in tip-top shape. And uh, so, yeah. Having your oil changed is a big deal, and it's a big deal to have your oil changed by somebody that's going to do all of that properly. If you're not willing to do that yourself, then be careful where you're taking it for an oil change because they need to make sure they recommend all the normal maintenance that's supposed to be done. Speaking of that one last uh, text about maintenance, about changing spark plugs, we've kind of addressed this in, in past shows. But how often should spark plugs be changed? You know, I just looked it up on my own vehicle, and they don't recommend changing the spark plugs till 120,000 miles. <laughs> so with these new <clears throat> uh, incredible metals that they use on the spark plugs, they last a good long time. Uh, so, yeah, 120,000 miles on my own vehicle. It's pretty common for spark plugs to be recommended at 60,000 miles. But if you look in your owner's manual, uh, that's where you're going to find the right answer. On the maintenance schedule in your owner's, owner's manual, 
they'll tell you when it's supposed to have new spark plugs. How about a serpentine belt? Uh, same thing. The, uh, okay. You know, quite honestly, they rarely break. But if they're getting cracked and, and crusty, then they need to be changed because you don't want to have trouble out on the road, especially on a day like this weekend. No. Uh, you, can't, you can't afford to have a breakdown. So keep your maintenance up. <clears throat> Do what your shop, rec- your shop recommends, and uh, that's how you're going to have the best luck on the road. Absolutely. Well, Dan, for those uh, folks that maybe need some assistance uh, from Lloyd's Automotive, tell us how to uh, how to get in touch with you guys and where you're located. Well, you can find us on the web, Denny, at lloydsautomotive.net, L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. You can give us a call. Our phone number is 651-228-1316. Or come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. Excellent. Dan, always a pleasure. It was great to hear from you today, and I know we'll see you one of these days at Lloyd's. I'll look forward to that, Denny. Thank you. Thanks so much. Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Jack Farrell's Wine Chat is uh, heading uh, next here on CCO. And then in the next hour, we're going to have our usual Smart Garden Show, Mary Meyer from the U of M. We'll be answering any kind of a lawn or garden question you might have next hour. Yes, even with six above zero, we're going to be talking lawns and gardens. Here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.